This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Join the league of families who are transforming family time into unforgettable Bitcoin learning experiences. With our Hoddle Up Bitcoin mining board game, you're not just playing. You're building bridges, creating memories, and unlocking the brilliance of the future one block at a time. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Orange Hatter. Today, you're listening to a conversation I had with Lindsay. Welcome to Orange Hatter. I'm so happy to have you here. We have lots to talk about, lots of fun things, but let's start with our first question. When did you hear about Bitcoin and what was your journey like from discovery to conviction? Yes. Thank you so much for welcoming me onto your podcast. I'm really excited to be here and talk about Bitcoin today. When did I hear about Bitcoin? Okay. So this is kind of interesting, but I first heard about Bitcoin when I was living in Indianapolis, Indiana. I was running errands and driving down the street and I saw a sign and all the sign said was like Bitcoin accepted here. And I was just like, hmm, what is, what is Bitcoin? And over the next few years, I I heard about it a little bit in the news, but I didn't pay a ton of attention. I'm not really in like the finance world personally or professionally. And so I just kind of like, I knew about Bitcoin, but didn't know much about what it was. And then a few years later, I found myself on a first date with a guy who was a Bitcoiner and I met the guy for dinner and we were just getting to know each other, talking about our lives, our backgrounds, you know, what we were doing in Nashville. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. And it comes out that this guy is preparing to buy a house. And actually as of that day had like seen a house and put an offer on it, but he was waiting to hear if his offer was going to be accepted because the offer was in Bitcoin. So of course that kind of led to conversation of like, what is Bitcoin and what do you mean you're, you're buying a house with Bitcoin and tell me more. And that, that just led to more and more conversation about just everything that Bitcoin is. And I was intrigued because I had already like gotten an impression of this guy that he was highly intelligent and just the way that he spoke about, you know, his life, his education, his career, I could tell that he was like a really smart guy. And so hearing him talk about Bitcoin, I was like, okay, this, it, it gave it like a credibility that I don't think that, you know, me just like reading about Bitcoin on the internet would have like given it. So yeah, that's how I heard about Bitcoin. So I ended up dating the guy for a while and we are no longer together, but we are still really good friends. And at one point he invited me to the Nashville Bitcoin meetup. I think, I think I like declined his invitation a few times. And then I finally made it out to a meetup. And that's when I started learning more and more and really just noticing that, okay, there's like all these people in Nashville and people who come from outside of Nashville coming to hear, you know, these panels of people who are experts in different areas of Bitcoin. And just like the vibe at those meetups was just one of hope. And it was really alluring to just keep coming back and keep learning more and like, kind of just like 
basking in this like feeling of hope that I didn't really have anywhere else in my life. So yeah, I am privileged to attend most of the Nashville Bitcoin meetups these days and just get more and more connected with people in the space. So that must have been a really strange experience to be sitting across the table from someone on your first date and he's in the process of buying an entire house with Bitcoin, which a lot of people think is a scam anyway and not something real. And yet he was making a real life purchase. What what were the first thoughts that went through your mind? That must have been quite a scene. Yes. So exactly what you said, it was something that made this sort of like abstract idea, this like alternative currency, it just made it way more tangible and way more real. And something that's kind of a fun fact is that that offer did go through and that transaction was the first Bitcoin transaction for real estate in the county where he bought the house. So it was really kind of historic and, you know, it closed, the deal closed and that's like, he has the title to the house. So now this asset of Bitcoin has become, you know, another hard asset in his life. So you can't really like argue with that. It's right in front of your face. You're living in it. You're touching the walls, right? (laughs) So that's really cool. Now, when you first, that's a pretty convincing evidence, I would say, for most people to believe that it's true. It's a real thing, right? So then what was it like when you first started learning about it? Because I know that you mentioned he started explaining what it is to you from knowing nothing to witnessing the purchase of a house and then someone explaining it to you. Was it overwhelming in the beginning? It was. It def- There's so much to understand about Bitcoin. But what I will say is that he was such a patient teacher and really like would would try to explain one facet of Bitcoin. And I would like repeat back my understanding of it. And he would then be like, okay, not quite. So let me try again. And he he just kept doing that until one day it was like it was probably a year later we were actually playing your game yours and Scott's game huddle up so it was it was really cool because it was kind of like the culmination of all of these conversations that we had had about bitcoin and we're playing the game and i'm actually like interacting with the pieces um strategizing how to win this game and that is when like just clarity about like the blockchain and how math can turn into like this proof of work which is you know like the block reward and basically like mine what mining is (laughs) and it's it's a concept that's really difficult to understand until like it finally does click and it finally clicked for me playing huddle up. So thank you for that, that creation and the way that you are helping people understand Bitcoin and have, have a fun activity to do together. I'm actually so happy that you said that because I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I didn't know it was the game because that's the game that Scott used to orange pill me. I just could not understand. He was talking at me a long time before the pieces finally clicked together. Sometimes you just need that one moment, right? Yes, it's it's great. <laughs> I'm glad I helped you. 
Yes, about like being orange pilled. I love just the concept of what that is. And yeah, hoping to to orange pill many others through this podcast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so can you talk a little bit about your background to help our audience understand where you're coming from? Yeah, I would love to. So I am a registered nurse. I have been working as a nurse for almost 14 years. 13 of those years, I have been a neonatal ICU nurse. So I take care of premature babies and other sick babies in their first few days or months of life. One year of those 14 was spent in the emergency room. So that was during 2020, 2021 at like peak COVID. I, I love my work. I really do love the babies that I work with and their families. And it's a tremendous privilege to get to walk through some really hard times with people when they're in the middle of an acute journey. So super grateful for my work, but it's also been through my professional lens that I have kind of come to understand some things about just the way our government involves itself with things that I don't really think that it should involve itself. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. What would you recommend? Like, is there any other supplemental educational stuff that, that you are able to access that someone else might be able to learn from? Well, I would just say the Nashville Bitcoin meetup. And I know in Nashville, we're extremely fortunate to have the community that we do, but I know there are other cities around um, the United States and internationally where people have organized together to be able to meet at a regular interval to just talk about what's going on in the Bitcoin space together. So seeking that out is something I would encourage. And I have not even like, you know, I haven't like dipped it too far under the surface of all there is to like read, you know, books. I just signed up for your book club, Tally. So I'm excited to just read and be able to discuss, you know, books about Bitcoin. I know there's so many things out there, but really, I think a good place to start would maybe just be taking stock of your understanding of the dollar. Because when I talk about Bitcoin with people, they, a lot of times, you know, they're like, I, I just don't understand it. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, I didn't either. It took me a long time. So it's okay that you don't understand it immediately, but do you understand the dollar? And most of the time people don't really understand the dollar either. And so, and I'm here to say, I don't fully understand the dollar and all of the, the forces that, you know, make it real or not real. So I think that kind of takes Bitcoin from being this like really fringe idea to like, oh, like it's actually in on the same playing field as other currencies and actually is superior because of its properties. Yeah. If you just even spend a little bit of time learning how the dollar actually works and there are lots of resources and we'll list some in the show notes as well. You can't help but start questioning whether or not there's a better way. But let's talk about inflation because that's something that I think everybody's feeling the pressure of. You have mentioned that you are a traveling nurse 
And but now you're not. You traveled for a number of years, and now you're actually a staff nurse. So can you talk about from the point of view of what's going on in the economy right now, how it's affecting you personally, financially? Transitioning from traveling to staff, but also just everyday experience with inflation. Yes, so I did spend a number of years of my my nursing career as a travel nurse. So I would travel around just working as a contractor at these hospitals where they had a hole in their you know their staffing from maternity leave or unexpected high census or whatever it was that caused them to just need, you know, an extra staff person temporarily. So I made a career of that for a little while. And it was a really cool way to see the country and to learn more about my field, just different ways of doing things with the same population. And it was also a way to make more money. I started traveling in 2012. So it was definitely not the, um, the super high paying contracts of COVID years, but I, I doubled what I was making as a staff nurse by becoming a travel nurse and just enjoyed that and enjoyed being able to take more time off throughout the year and just the flexibility that being a travel nurse afforded me at that time. But eventually I wanted to not be uprooting my life every few months and just kind of wanted to settle down in one place potentially like buy a home, which is something that I did, but it was difficult to come to terms with the pay cut that I was going to have to take by becoming a staff nurse again. And it's definitely a trade-off because, you know, even though it's a, a pay cut in like, you know, an hourly dollar amount, the trade-offs were, you know, being able to plant roots and being able to just be a more integrated member of the staff and all of, you know, benefits, different things like that, that, that I didn't have as a travel nurse, but it's been difficult just taking that pay cut when I'm doing the exact same job that I was doing for way more money, not too long ago. So that is something that was really discouraging because it felt like I don't really have a choice. Like I can, I can keep living a lifestyle that I don't want and make more money, or I can, you know, pursue a lifestyle that I do want, but have a lot less, be compensated a lot less for the same work. So I've, I've tried to just kind of keep those trade-offs in mind. And I guess the, the economic principle at play here is like, it must be, it must be worth it to me or else I would go and choose something else. Thanks for joining us today and learning with us today. If the discussion with our guest resonated with you and you would like to dive deeper into the world of Bitcoin, don't miss out on joining the Orange Hatter Women's Reading Club. The meetup link is in the show notes. Also, if there are women in your life whom you think would both enjoy and benefit from learning more about Bitcoin, please share Orange Hatter with them. Until next time, bye!